It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome into College Football Live. Christine Williamson here with David Pollack and Desmond Howard. And there was breaking news right before we got on the set today. So to talk about it, we're going to bring in Pete Thamel. Obviously, there's going to be a little bit of an expansion very soon. Pete, you tweeted about it. What exactly can you tell us? Christine, the expanded college football playoff is coming, finally. Uh, at least in 2026 and potentially earlier, the college football playoff is going to expand from four teams to 12. This has been about a year and a half of a tortured process that's involved commissioner infighting and quintessential college football politics. But in the end, the college football playoff board of managers met at 2 o'clock today. They voted unanimously for the field to expand to 12. Now, the thorny issue, Christine, is 24 and 25. Can that happen? That's some contracts and logistics. But for right now, the playoff has expanded. And the question now will loom when. So whoa, what do we know about the like automatic qualifiers? Like when your so, conference in? Yeah, David, great question. So the, the model that had been populated in, in June of 2021 with 12 teams, six of the highest rated conference champions, and then six at large bids. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all very similar to the granular of uh, home sites and that kind of thing. I think there still are some logistics to work out. But for the most part, the model that was expected and then debated has now returned because of money. You know, it's really interesting you mentioned money. This is going to generate <laughs> a lot more revenue. We all know that. Right. They don't do a deal without knowing the financials. I want to know, you may not know the answer right now, but eventually I want to know where is this extra revenue going? So that never comes out. People want to know, well, who's the qualifiers and who's this and which conference is going to get in there? Mm -hmm. I want to know about the revenue. Where does Des yeah, want to go? Exactly. Where do you want to go? Where, where does exactly? Where do you want to go? The money? Come on, who, who's out there doing it, making uh, it happen? I think so. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and if I'm yes, the players, I want to know, because listen, that. there's never a deal that's done when the financials aren't discussed and they don't know it to the penny. So trust me, they understand. That's the, listen, <laughs> that's what really takes all the time. Mm -hmm. It's not about, well, it's going to be the conference championship. How many conference champs? Is it going to be these? No, they need to know how we're going to split up this pie. So I agree with you, Desmond. They have not decided on a contract yet. What's going to happen with this iteration of the playoff that's going to be different than the last one is that with 12 teams, there's been a strong push to bring in two television networks. Obviously, ESPN owns the college football playoff now and broadcasts the three games of the four-team field. At least two revenue partners, because yeah. much like the NFL, college football is falling on the NFL path. We see it in how it's 100%. formed, and we Absolutely. see it how it's televised. Yep. And so the NFL playoffs have now chopped up into multiple different networks. Yep. The college football playoff and Fox and ESPN would obviously be the primary suitors for that. Yeah. But obviously, CBS and NBC have shown renewed interest in yep. college football Absolutely. in the last couple of weeks. There's always big Amazon floating out there. <laughs> Apple. Right. We all have these in our hands. All, all exactly. come, get, all exactly. come get it. Because the yeah. bottom line is, if, if you're it's out big, there and you're thinking about it, more football is good. Right. Like, exactly. more football is better. Yeah. I, and, we, and listen, we got to find a way to make it right for the players and the schedules and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, every year there's a team at the end of the year, Des, we're going, man, if, if they got a shot, they might be, they might right. be hot. They might get hot and win this thing. Exactly. Well, now... We're going to see it. Yeah. We're going to see the same case. Hey, you you know what? Now nah, it's more work for us because in a couple of years, they're going to say, okay, now who's the final 12 teams? Yeah. <laughs> that makes the conversation 
tastes a little bit better, but I am There's curious. the last four left yeah. out. I'm yeah. curious for you guys. Obviously, as you mentioned, Pollock, if, if this works for the teams and the players and stuff like that, do you like the fact that we're expanding to 12 teams? Oh, heck yeah. I, I do. I, I think it's awesome. Listen, I, it sucks for, I mean, look at, look at this. Right, exactly. We, we can look year. at this. Exactly. I mean, you're still going to get a lot of buys from the top four teams that you would have had this past year, but Notre Dame and Pitt, Ohio yeah. State and Utah, Baylor and Michigan State, it'll be fun to watch. And then, listen, I don't think, to be clear, uh -huh. I don't think this changes the outcomes at all. I think we're still going to get the same teams that are winning the championship, and it's the same teams we debate every single year. But I do like that it'll be more teams in the college football, more exposure, more fun for those players. I I've never been a big fan of expansion simply because I never really want the student athletes to play more games. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? But now with the, you know, the N NIL and you got the transfer portal, I think that it was just inevitable that this was going to happen. Now, with that being said, I, I don't know. We may start to get some different teams out there. I, I'm kind of happy now we get different dancers now to the party because this is when <laughs> upsets happen. You just never know. This gives the, you know, the opportunity now for some smaller teams or some teams that would not have been invited to get in there and maybe pull off an upset now, you know, every now and yeah, then. So yeah. we'll see. It'll be fun, though. I feel like the biggest complaint for people that didn't like expansion, the idea of expansion, is the first few games possibly being blowouts so and we're not actually getting good college football games. Yeah. Des, you just said that you can get some upsets. You feel like we're going to see a lot of that with this expansion. I think we'll get an upset every here, you know, here and there, you know, just like the Final Four and, the, you know, the, the, the NCAA basketball uh, tournament. We always get some upsets. So I think we'll get some upsets here and there. David? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> you said it's going to look exactly the same. You said it's going to look exactly like the same. How many upsets have we had in the college football Final Fours? That's true. Yeah, but that's only four teams, right? That's I, only four I know, teams. But they're beat down. Only four teams. Yeah. They're if never you have higher ranked yeah. teams. I would say this: if you have the sixth best team against the eleventh best team, and that is a Boise State that is thirteen and zero in a leader, San Diego State. The problem is those levels. The the, the the best teams have earned their way up. Like UCF had, had a great run. Houston had a great run. They got yeah. pulled up. BYU is obviously now on the other side of the fence there, too. So it'll be interesting to see of that next group who can cut through and steal one of those six spots as a highest-rated conference champion. Because it's not an automatic bid if you win the league. It's the highest-rated conference champion from those top six leagues. So yeah. I do think some fresh faces is good for the sport. I do Heck think some know. new energy. If right. San Diego State marches in and goes and plays, you know, sixth-ranked uh, you know, Georgia or something like that. Like, that's fun to, to kind of see that and give it a little bit of that underdog juice. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you as 17-point underdogs, they're going to win. You no, know, one thing, that, one thing you have to take into consideration is that injuries happen, too. Yeah. Right. yeah. Injuries happen. The more, you know, the more times you play games, the more likely you're going to get injured. And so there may be an injury here. That just look at Look what happened to Alabama last year. Yep. Yeah. They lost their, one of their top receivers in the SEC championship game. And then the next game, the national championship game, they lost their other top, top receiver. Right, right. Imagine if they had to play another game had they won that game. Yeah. So injuries happen too, and that leads to upsets. Yeah. I do want to ask one more question. We have to bump very soon, but you know how going into bowl season, a lot of teams, players would decide to go, go on and bow out, go into the NFL yep. draft a little yeah. bit earlier. Do you this feel like this more, renews 100%. college football a little bit when it comes to that perspective? It keeps more people in the games. Right. Yeah. There's a reason to fight. Yeah. There's a reason guys. down yeah, exactly. the stretch your season yeah. matters. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of these people that, that, that choose to do it and to choose to walk away is because they're not playing for anything. Now they go, oh, I'm going to go get ready for my draft. Yeah. Well, Des, if you're still yeah. in it, you're going to be like, yeah. wait a minute, I can still be one of the 11? Right. I can still be one of the 12? Yeah. So obviously that's a great great thing for college football because bigger names, bigger brands being a part of it, 100%. Right. If you're Purdue who loses a heartbreaker last night, 
you can wake up and get hot in the West and think you can sneak in the back door of the playoff at number 12. Right. Like Absolutely. your season's yeah. not over on a Thursday in, the, in September with a single digit. Like Great yeah. point. you can keep going and get hot. And with 12, I think 20, 25 teams can tease themselves into thinking they can sneak into that field. Yeah. Well, it's also the conversation going into week one if you do lose a tough heartbreaker game, especially right. like if we're talking about Ohio State, Notre Dame. If Notre Dame happens to lose, if Ohio State happens to lose tomorrow, yeah. it, their season isn't over. They still have a shot at the college football playoff if it, when it does expand yeah. the 12 teams. Pete, great, great job, breaking Pete. news. Yeah. Start things off oh, this college quick, football season. Quick, you you got to understand, Pete, you're allowed to keep your phone on the table. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? what? Yeah. Like, Pete, you can put it you right there. You need that. That's where the news comes through. Exactly. Okay. You, can, you can absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing this while you're. Exactly. Like, while he's on. He's like, I'm listening to you. Great job, Pete. We love that. We love that, Pete. Thank you so much. All right. Coming up, Jim Harbaugh is walking the quarterback two step as he has declined to commit about a starting quarterback for the season. But is that what's best for the team? We'll talk about that and as the shoe celebrates its 100th anniversary Gino looks back through the years at the best sights and sound inside this iconic venue on college football live another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why do we embrace this? Because it's freaking awesome. That's why. This is a huge game. We cannot wait for college game day tomorrow, and they've got all the goods, an exclusive all-access combo with Notre Dame's new head coach, Marcus Freeman. They'll also talk about Oregon's inspiration, the emotional story of how the Ducks have rallied around a fallen teammate, and also an exclusive one-on-one conversation with Jim Harbaugh. Of course, it all starts at 9 a.m. on ESPN. And obviously, there's a lot to look forward to in this matchup. It's going to be popping tomorrow morning as the shoe turns 100. Our Gene Wojciechowski takes a look at the best sights and sounds from this iconic venue. I've never seen such electricity in this horseshoe safe stadium. One of the classic scenes in all of sports. Ohio Stadium was conceived by a dreamer and designed by a romantic. That figures since it has always been a place of football dreams, of soft autumn Saturdays in September, of hoodies in October, of raw can't-feel-your-feet Novembers. The critics thought Ohio State faculty members Thomas French and Howard Dwight Smith were nuts for thinking the school needed a horseshoe-shaped stadium big enough for 80,000 fans. And they were nuts. 
visionaries usually are. Dwight Smith designed it, but in reality it was a house built by Harley, Horvath, Hopalong and Hayes, by Bosa and Barrett, by Griffin and George, by Parker and Pace, Spielman and Smith, Tressel and Meyer, Janowitz and Day. Jesse Owens ran on its track there. Sousaphone players dot the I there. Buckeye fans celebrate there. The Buckeyes win it, and it's Bedlam on the field. The shoe turns 100 years old this season, October 7th to be exact. The Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio. The old horseshoe in the banks of the Olin Town, Gene. This is an electric feeling here in the horseshoe. So what birthday gift do you give to a stadium that already has everything? How about a standing O? Let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear. So Notre Dame is a 17-point underdog heading into Saturday. That's the largest for an AP Top 5 team heading into a season opener since the FBS-FCS split in 1978. The last time the Irish had this large of a spread was the 2021 college football playoff semis where they closed as an 18-and-a-half-point underdog to Alabama and lost by 17. Uh, so knowing that, the question originally was supposed to be, how can Notre Dame keep it close tomorrow? But Des, I want to ask you this first. Okay. Can Notre Dame keep it close tomorrow? Can they keep it close? Of course they can. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe in that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, selling yeah, me, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to be easy. I mean, it's not. I mean, Ohio State is a team that some people think they should be actually ranked number one over Alabama because of all the firepower they have on offense. So it's not going to be an easy task for Notre Dame. But if they're going to go out there and stay, you know, toe-to-toe -to -toe with Ohio State defensively, they're going to have to stop the run. Now, we understand C.J. Stroud is a guy who, right now, Vegas, they have him penciled in as the front runner to win the Heisman, right? He's an odds-on favor, and he has, like, an incredible receiving core. But I like his running back, too, Trevion Henderson. I think that Marcus Freeman, that defense, they're going to have to stop the run, take some gambles every now and then, and then make sure that you make tackles out in space. Because those wide outs, they get long touchdowns, but not because they're bombs away all the time. Yeah. They can catch a slant, they can catch a hitch, and then they can make a guy miss and go the distance. Yeah, and last time we saw this defense, you know, they gave up 6,000 points to, to Utah. Yeah, and, absolutely. And they were getting hit in the face with a, fry, with a frying pan against yeah, Michigan. True. So, I mean, yeah. the, the, the changes that Ohio State made, we, we don't know if they're going to take yet. I, I'm interested yeah. to see if Jim Knowles can get this turned around and what he can do. But the, it, it is a task. I mean, you saw the Oregon game last year. You saw Michigan. You saw Utah. It was the big Achilles heel of this team. They've got to get that fixed. Notre Dame is a big physical unit up front that will test that, and we'll see where Ohio State's at. So the thing about Jim Knowles is he talked about the fact that he needs to instill a new mindset in his yep. defense, a belief. Do you feel like they're going to be able to overcome what they had to, what they did last season on the defensive side well, of the ball? Well, a lot of new faces, right. um, the new scheme. I think they'll be more ready for what they see. I think those scheme will be more flexible. I, I thought they did a poor job adjusting to a lot of different things that aren't, aren't quite honestly, aren't that complicated. Right. Now, yeah, yeah. if you have a DC that you trust. I mean, are there going to be bumps along the way? 100% there's going to be bumps. But I think they'll be more organized. They'll give up less big plays. They'll make you earn it more. I'll tell you what. Um, Jim Knowles had a, uh, a good run at Oklahoma State. He was a really good defensive coordinator there. But it didn't happen overnight. 
it took time. It took years. And I still believe that Ohio State, they have some good guys on defense, but we don't know just how good this defense is, especially personnel-wise. So it's going to take some time. Confidence is one thing that they're going to have to come into this game with, and it cannot lack even when they um, experience some sort of failure, even if Notre Dame drives the length of the field and scores a touchdown. Like, their confidence cannot waver. They always must believe in the defensive philosophy and the defensive scheme of Jim Knowles. If, beliefs, if disbelief starts to creep in, that can be a big problem for Ohio State's yeah. defense. Sometimes that takes time. I mean, yeah. To believe in the guy. Sometimes you have that moment you go, yeah, yeah, and, and Jim knows too. He doesn't know what he has until the right. bullets are alive. So tomorrow night he's going to understand what he can do. If these I can guys trust look him. great in shorts, running around here, you know what I mean. <laughs> but tomorrow night when it's alive, then yeah. he's going to know exactly what he has on defense. Right, and that's exactly what he's been talking about: mindset, confidence, and selling that that mindset as they go into this season. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had the number five team in total offense at the other at OSU, as you mentioned, yeah. at Oklahoma State. So we'll see what he's able to do defensively there. All right, coming up on College Football Live, we got breaking news at the start of this show that the college football playoff would be expanding to 12 teams. We're going to talk a little bit more about Breaking that. news, Ohio State, you're in the playoffs this year. <laughs> <laughs> Last year you weren't in there. If they had 12, you'd have been in there. Oh, my gosh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's our week one featured college football lineup on Saturday and Sunday on ABC and the ESPN app. Number 11, Oregon, and number three, Georgia Square off at 3.30 Eastern in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Then it's second-ranked Ohio State hosting fifth-ranked Notre Dame and Columbus in our Saturday night game. And on Sunday, cap off the weekend with Florida State and LSU. That's fun. Yeah, That's good, good stuff. Okay, yeah. let's uh, take a look at what's your beef presented to you by Old Trapper. So Jim Harbaugh is continuing to hold his cards closed to his vest on the quarterback situation in Michigan. Will it be Kate McNamara or J.J. McCarthy? Earlier this week, he provided more questions than answers. I mean, no person, I mean, that's biblical. No person knows what the future holds, and um, it's a process, and it's going to be based on performance. You know, both uh, both have been tremendous uh, quarterbacks. We think that, that both can... Are, are capable of leading our team to a championship. So people have asked, you know, was that, you know, what, how'd you come to that decision? And, you know, was it based on some kind of uh, NFL model? No, it's, I mean, it's really based, based biblical, you know, Solomon. Um, he was known for to being a pretty, pretty wise person. 
I mean, you guys are laughing, so I feel like we should just start there. What because is causing Harbaugh's your reaction? Talk, <laughs> talking, laughing. I mean, he's, he's one of the most interesting uh -huh. people in college football. That's uh -huh. fair, don't you say? Like, we're talking just, about coaches and the yeah. meeting with personality. Just interesting. Very interesting. Very, very different. Yeah. Listen, and, and philosophies and stuff. Here's what I don't like. I don't like when you tell me I have to do something a certain way. Very true. I don't like that. I, I don't personally Facts. like that. I'm yeah, not surprised. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> yeah, if you know me, you know that. But, so listen, I, I mean, Harbaugh's got his own style, and yeah. he's, he's doing him. Listen, it worked for him a year ago, right? Yeah. They had two quarterbacks. They played both of them. It's not like and J.J. was a true freshman, but they put this guy in games when the games were still hanging in the balance. I mean, that's, that's how much confidence and trust they had in J.J. McCarthy a year ago, and obviously the battle has continued throughout the summer, throughout camp. Um, they like what they see in both both players. And to be honest with you, and David, you know this 100%. If you really want to evaluate a player, you have to see them in a the game. You can try to create game-like situations in practice, but it's not the same. So for him to say, listen, for game one, we're going to start Cade, and for game two, we're going to start JJ, that's going to give him, like, the best data on each quarterback as far as the 2022 season is concerned, more than anything he's seen thus far during the offseason and during camp. Yeah, and I just think it's interesting from a locker room perspective. Like, yeah, because it's... it's it's just part of the game. Like, you got your boy that you're right. friends with, and this guy led me to do this. He led mm -hmm. us to an Orange Bowl, college football playoff. Like, yeah. I want him. Oh, wait, this guy's got a big arm. He can feed me. I might yeah. get better numbers. Mm -hmm. So it does start to divide the locker room a little bit. And, and coaches got to handle that. Players got to handle that. I'll be interested to see how that works. That's something similar that happened in Georgia last season, right? That's what happened yeah, last year in Georgia. It. But I am curious, it how exactly up, so. does well, it... Georgia, one guy wasn't that good. You know what I mean? Like, right, the but one I guy feel like really the, the locker room was a little bit divided, well. though, yeah, you know wasn't I mean? it? Because you had a lot of those conversations. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's for yeah. sure. It's, it, I, I was there with, back in the day. We had two quarterbacks, right. and it's just the way it works, man, because... Right. Your friends, your boys with that guy, and you yeah. think somebody can do something, but, you know, nobody's getting the first team reps. There's not one voice. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. hard to hey, man, I don't know. I'm a different type of dude because, listen, I'm your boy, but my man right here is playing his butt off, and we're trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if coach is going with him, I'm here to win, not make friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's just how I'm cut, But though. you might be like, oh, yeah, JJ, yeah. JJ slings that pill really nice. Yeah. Kate got me to the – to the college right, football exactly. so That's the beauty about what they did because both were contributors last year. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, J.J. came in, he did his thing, and Kate obviously was a starter. He played 14, started 14 games, but, yeah, I don't, you know, I think it's a very unique situation that right. they're in right now. Right, okay, let's go back to the conversation that we had at the beginning of the show. The about college football the college playoff okay, yeah. expands to 12 yeah. teams, for sure in 2026. We don't know about 2025, 2024, yeah. obviously. Uh, so what are your guys' thoughts as we head out? I mean, I th I'm great. I'm great with it. More football. I mean, it was inevitable that we were going to get to this point. Uh, teams getting left out every year. Now we're going to see new, new teams coming in, new right. faces. Yeah. They get to do new things they've never experienced. By the way, people are going to keep their jobs more because now I made it to the college football playoff. Right. I wasn't on the outside looking in. Now I get, <laughs> hey, I get to keep my job. I get yeah. trained probably. <laughs> we get, um, so I, I think we, it's, it's going to be the details and how they work it out will yeah. be the details, but I think it's good for I college. was a guy who was against it early because I just didn't want student-athletes to play more games, you know, but it was inevitable. So I think you might as well go ahead and speed up the process, let it come. Um, I, I love the fact now that you get more dancers to the party. And I think when you get more dancers to the party, not only do we get more football, but you do have the opportunity for some upsets, you know. So I, I'm excited about that. I do want to ask you, too, when it comes to the regular season, right, we talked about, I mean, obviously games in week one yeah. don't actually mean as much, but do you feel like that impacts the regular season at all? 
That's a good question. Um, it depends on who you are. I think that, well, listen, more teams are going to get get an opportunity right. to go in there. So, yeah, you can lose games like we talked earlier about Purdue. You know, Purdue la lost last night to, to Penn State. But if there's 12 teams that can get the playoff, they're like, listen, there's still all a hope chance. is not lost. That's right. <laughs> there's still a chance. Right, exactly. Nebraska, there's still a chance. Still, oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm about to say what? Oh, I thought there were Nebraska yeah, fans over there. there. I was like, wait, what's going on behind us? We're in Columbus. <laughs> Let's get it. Okay. I mean, a lot of good games tomorrow. So many good games tomorrow. We will see you on Saturday yeah. from the shoe. Thank you for watching College Football Live.